0: Hello, hello. Insert your own theme tune here. There it is. Okay, thank you very much for joining us again on uh, this podcast, in which um, we're going to talk about the flat Earth thing. We are, but first I was going we'll to say, say madness. Who, but I first, didn't say we'll that. say who we are. Like no, no, we're not. Guess, no? figure it out. Whose podcast are you listening to? Do you even know? Yeah, we shouldn't say who we are because that's just what we want you to believe. I'm okay, Marks.
1: I'm Nick Doody. Or am I?
0: <laughs> mm, you look familiar.
1: Well, you know, maybe I've got in your head.
0: <laughs> Anything is possible. Anything that, is possible. That's what we're on this week. What happened was we watched uh, a documentary yesterday. Um, what was it called?
1: It was called Behind the Curve.
0: Yes. And uh, what, why, why are we even interested in people who believe things? There's a question decided going like what, why? We 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 know these are always a minority of people who are going to believe nutty things about anything, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. but it's um, it's it's really weird and a bit frustrating when you realise there are people out there who just aren't accepting the enlightenment. You know, accepting the the advances we've made in knowledge and science. And,
0: All right, why 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 do we need them to?
1: Well, they vote. <laughs> there <laughs> they, is
0: that. Okay. Yeah. You know. Yep.
1: There's a bit in the documentary... Have we said what they, what they believe, by the way?
0: No, let's get get to that in a moment. First of all, let's talk about the general idea of people believing things that we don't agree with or, the, or aren't the general consensus. Oh, but, but because are, before oh, we even that, get to that...
1: That's OK as far as it goes, isn't it? Because there are, there could be a wide range of opinions on something. Loads of people disagree with... There's a lot of other people on, on matters of politics, on right. matters of morality. These things aren't necessarily on on what are established truths. But then, then there are other things when they just... Don't accept what we would think of epistemologically sound. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just, just what do they think knowledge is? And it's, you know, here we are.
0: What we're talking. about. But really. it's still, it's still from my point of view. I, I don't think of myself as any kind of utopian. But I suppose I do harbour a kind of utopian belief that the world would be a better place if everyone accepts truth and we can deal with truth and fact I mean, and in that, in that sense if we, if we get rid of say all the anti-vaxxers then we don't see a, an unnecessary disease spreading around you know yeah. uh and, I, and and also because then human knowledge uh c- can increase and rather than be constantly you know side hooked out the way by uh, by nonsense which happens all over the place there's so many different examples and do you not, but do you not in you that sense am it? i not wrong oh. though is, is it not that actually with there's loads of evidence showing that delusion is healthy you know, and, and can be good for you as a person, right? It's someone who I think, and I think most of us would say is extremely delusional, managed to become president of the United States of America and continues to say completely delusional things. That delusion helped him in confidence, belief helped him, uh, he he'd probably reckon he's the best president there's ever been. I'm sure he does say that. Who do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> um, I know you don't want... I'm talking about Donald Trump, not uh, not any president uh, of any, any country. Oh, yeah, yeah, that one. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, he, but he, he being, see, he being realistic can hold you back. He seems by fact. Yes, totally, right? Um, but maybe it's healthy. And, may, and, and we, well, there's loads of evidence that religious belief and so on is healthy because uh, uh, there's, there's loads of benefits. And, and also from being religious, you get meaning and so on that uh, maybe a lot of society is losing out from right now. So, now you're
1: mentioning it, Trump does say he's the healthiest man ever to be president.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, look, his, his, the number of delusions he's come up with were, are, are incredible, including that he's uh, he had more people turn out for his inauguration than, than any other president in the past, which we just know isn't true. Um, and and oh, I can't even remember half the things he says now, but they're, uh, yeah, they're, they're, they're... I know people have compiled a very long list.
1: It's not even clear whether they're... Delusion with Trump, is it? Because
0: he said he's the least sexist man <laughs> anywhere,
1: but that's just how he talks. No one's less sexist
0: than me, I'm yeah. The least sexist, yeah. I love women more than anyone,
1: but also if I think if he gauged that in current company it would pay to be sexist, he would equally claim to be the most sexist man. Oh, yeah, no it. doubt at all, <laughs>
0: yeah, right. But if that works and enough people believe it, then is that not a kind of fact? Uh, what. Um, all I'm saying but, is, are we sure that the world is a better place if we all know the truth?
1: Uh, I don't know about that. That, that seems like a one, But generally, I'd have thought so. It depends what you mean by the world is a better place. Because if you just grant any delusion the status that of fact, then we're fucked, aren't we? Well, that's how I
0: feel it, about it. I feel like if we spend loads of NHS money on homeopathy, for example, we're not spending that money on actual things that will cure and help people but i don't know that for fact i don't know whether people are happier overall even if they're getting sicker if if they're allowed a delusion that where they believe they're getting healthier rather than th- there's nothing that can treat them
1: sure but now you know now the outcome is now people's happiness and that that and that's probably a bit more amorphous than some of this much. I, I just think there's a class of things <laughs> that are subject to fact. It's one one of the things I don't want to get onto this debate at all, but one of the things I sometimes find very frustrating in the kind of identity politics and whether it's feminine or the trans debate is that people seem to blur the lines between what are questions of just fact and what are sort of political footballs that can go one way right, or the other right right yep. that may be maybe the case if you want me them to be the case i just think that there's a category of things that is whether it's medical fact or mathematical fact do you know there was a, there was a place in canada a province in canada or, or just maybe a town council that decided um this was, uh, years ago that just to simplify things uh, they were going to they were going to make pi 4
0: Right. Okay.
1: So pi, like the ratio yep. of the diameter of a circle
0: to itself, make it a lot easier. Yeah. They're
1: just going to round it up to four, which is weird because it's much closer to three.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: but as a result, like you know, time stops working if you if you do that. If you just the yeah, how long it takes a thing to get, rid of the clock, everything else, it, you can't do that. You'd say no. I'm sorry. It's it's just not a rational number. You can't.
0: Can't you then change the clock? Well, can, you'll can have you, to all can time you allow it of allow for this. Can I, no, no, I, I, I'm totally on board with, it, and that's why I, I, I mean, I'm vehemently for fact and reality and, and fact checking and so on. But at the same time, I can't really say with any certainty that, that reality and being realistic is necessary, or healthy, or that uh, maybe a lot of depressive people are actually, they're too realistic <coughs> and maybe a little delusion would help them. Maybe delusion yeah, can help yeah. you deal with embarrassing situations. You can you can argue it differently and not believe you behaved embarrassingly. Maybe it can help you but, but those, deal with uh, trauma all kinds of things. But you've already before. moved
1: out of the of, out of the category of fact by saying behaved embarrassingly because embarrassment is, is is sort of a social contract between lots of people. Whether or not you should be embarrassed is if, if nobody else thinks you did anything wrong, you won't. Feel, there's no point in you feeling embarrassed.
0: No, of course not. But what if you actually did something wrong? If you're delusional enough, you can convince yourself that you didn't, and you can carry on with the same confidence. Whereas someone else might yeah, find it debilitating, again, but, but and then wrong. might get social, uh, you know, debilitation where they are afraid of talking to people and so on. So all this comes from being realistic. I know it but might be you, but freeing you say to say, what be delusional. If you genuinely,
1: genuinely did something wrong. And that assumes that what's right or wrong is in the category of things that you can know sort of scientifically, whereas it may be that those things are, are you know, <laughs> those things differ from one society to another. That you know, what 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 clothes look good has certainly changed over time and is different in one country to another.
0: Okay, but do we do we then have to say if we're going to argue against any kind of delusional thinking, do we have to look for whether it's damaging to a person or to the world in general and if so measure how much that is in order to decide how uh outraged or even bothered we should be by that
1: so you're saying should we should do we have to do we have to find that it's doing right well. listen
0: we're going to talk about flat earthers that's not the same as having a, a racist belief that's not an, a, the same as uh saying that people shouldn't vaccinate their kids in fact i don't see what power flat earthers really have other than spreading misinformation
1: Yes, to uh, to all four corners of the globe. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah,
0: arguably. Uh, And how much... Okay, look before we get into this, let's also say how there was a a YouGov poll last year that found that two-thirds of Americans between 16 and 24 believe the world is round. Two-thirds believe the world is round.
1: That is not enough, is it?
0: No, it's not. No, that, that means that the... The flat Earth belief is is working and sp- spreading around this flat Earth. Two thirds. That's nearly pie. <laughs> I,
1: that's um, that's fucking terrifying. Yeah. Because we, I mean, we really know it's round.
0: We really, really know oh, it's and round. And by round,
1: um, I mean spherical. I don't mean circular. Yeah. <laughs> Just because I realise some some flat Earthers would agree it's round, uh-huh. but also flat.
0: <laughs> yeah, round in a flat way. We've known it's, We've known it's round for. A, well, I say we, you know brought into this but uh humanity has known the earth is round for for like thousands of years now right so so thousands of years bc the greeks were already doing experiments with reflection of the sun with shadows and so on and going yeah this definitely is round and even measuring the, the circumference of the earth pretty accurately
1: yeah we we don't i don't think do we know exactly how long we've known it's uh, round for cuz um i think they say that pythagoras Yep. go showing it but then again we it was people after him who said he'd done it and that was quite it was quite normal in ancient Greek Greece to uh, give your ideas credence by ascribing them to you know the the classic guys right so it may not have been but it's cer- certainly it's not like oh since 1970 we've really understood it's a globe
0: no uh, fairly accurate measurements were made thousands of years ago. We know, we know that much. I mean, we I mean, know oh, that then the information has been added to and loads of different types of evidence. And then we've got the modern age where, uh, you know, from, from aeroplanes, from satellite pictures, NASA pictures yeah. and so on. Uh, and okay. every kind of measure we can do and, and uh, information that comes from eclipses and so on. We, we, the, the mounting evidence from loads Absolutely. of directions. And each one of these directions, if you just say um, a picture of the Earth from space, it's not like there's been a picture. There's Now, loads of pictures uh, and... Yeah. And what flat earthers believe is that the the GPS of all pilots is being uh, tampered with in order to give them incorrect details.
1: In in, in presumably an amazingly complex way.
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: What it takes to make a plane appear to be the surface of a sphere is
0: quite a a network of things. And many flat earthers believe that Australia is a lie. (laughs) Lie. This is one of the theories which having just come back from Australia and also flown over Australia and looked down at this massive lie, it's very convincing as lies go.
1: Like New Zealand and Tasmania
0: also? Um, yeah, I'd expect so, yeah. Wow, yeah.
1: that's amazing. Oh, the other thing also... Oh, if, you, just if you're going to lie about pre- it, pre Pre-aeroplane, like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pre-a- there was all the, you know, Magellan,
0: no. just,
1: you know, going west to find Asia and thus, you know... Proving a the Earth is globe and b Asia is now on by Spain, <laughs> or, 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 yeah, Portugal. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I forget.
0: So, who are our main characters in this uh, documentary? We'll save you from watching it by by telling you. I think it's worth a watch. I think it's yeah, by, it's, it's kind of an entertaining
1: documentary. But uh, what you're going to take from nice. it is some people believe the Earth is flat. There are more of them than there were a few years before, and um,
0: they claimed in the documentary that they, they were growing. Uh, into the millions, with you know, with, with the number of people in their society and so on. Uh, so that's that's.
1: They did, didn't they? But like, I, they're also going on number of views on YouTube videos. Also, and the, like they're that. the least
0: trustworthy people. As far as I'm concerned, you know. <laughs>
1: they're, they're not all great at maths.
0: Yeah, they they said that they now have um, nine billion followers. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> Which, yeah. If we just get two more a day in three months, we'll have 100 trillion followers.
0: The main main character we see throughout the documentary is a guy called Mark Sargent, who's, uh, what is he, the head of their society or something? I think he's just become a celebrity in their world very fast. Yeah. In their flat earth. He has.
1: There's also a sort of jealous Salieri to his Mozart. Yeah. There's a guy who we have met. You're right. There's a character he now calls himself Math Powerland. Right. Uh, surprisingly, that's not his uh, not his original name. He uh, was called Matt Boylan, and I I first met him in the Alps when we were doing the we were doing this uh, festival where they there had to be English speaking comics who did it in French and French speaking comics who did it in English. And I was one of the English speaking comics who did it in French, and he was. Supposedly, one of the French-speaking committees did it in English, and it's an uh, no, English was his first language. But he also spoke French. He was he's from, he was right, from okay. French-speaking Canada. Yep. So he just did stand up in his first language, and still, as I recall, struggled. Did he talk about some of his beliefs in his stand-up? No, not at all. It was it was quite. wise. Nice. But he did. <laughs> but he did. Um, so Carrie and I have both met this guy at the same party uh, in Phil Nicholls' flat when he had painted Phil's floor.
0: Let's give you an example of him. At one point he said to me, uh, they're controlling the air, Kerry. And I was like, who's controlling the air? They are controlling the air. And I was like, why do you think they're controlling the air? And his argument was this. Think about it. (laughs) (laughs) Think about it. Was this obvious. If they control, we didn't didn't even mention that, but I assume that's what it was. If they control the air, they control us. And that was the logic. It's like, well, obviously they're going to do that because that way they can control us. So why on earth would they not control the air? It's amazing. Which, which assumes a whole lot of things, doesn't it? I mean, And it... also
1: wasn't the most batshit thing he said in this conversation. Because if you recall the next point, when people pointed out, well, you breathe the air. He went, yeah, but I'm always careful to exhale more <laughs> than I inhale. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I always breathe out more than I breathe in. Yeah. One of the most... That makes decisions.
0: some sense, you know. If you walk past someone who's sneezing, don't you try and hold your breath a little bit whilst you're passing them?
1: I do. I'm pretty sure I eventually exhale that, that air. <laughs> you,
0: know, you don't dip your head into your jumper and then breathe and then carry on going again, like normal people. <laughs> Even if I did, that's not exhaling more than I inhale. I mean, trying to avoid it. In his head, he probably genuinely believes he takes in less of this, this poisoned air than everybody else. It fits his belief.
1: That's very weird. You think so? <laughs> yeah, it is a bit odd.
0: <laughs> anyway, the point was, it was impossible to reason with him and he, he was... Uh, and, and when I say impossible, this is not someone who's got just like a slightly odd view that you can discuss. It's like already yeah. at that point. when you, when you When your argument is something is true because why wouldn't it be true? Because... First of all, it fits his idea of, of how the powers behave, is that they want to control our minds. It's in their interest. Yeah. Secondly, it assumes that they not only want to, but they're able to do this with remarkable efficiency. Thirdly, that we don't actually see the effects of that uh, in any way that he can specifically point out. It's just a general way we're controlled.
1: Yeah. And, and also the fact that we're talking about him now, when he came up... In a documentary about people who believe the Earth is flat, which is an unconnected conspiracy theory belief. Well, I think one of, the, one of the most interesting things about conspiracy theories in general is that one of the biggest indicators that you will believe conspiracy theory X is do you believe any other conspiracy theory? Right. And the two conspiracy theories don't have to be connected or even congruent. Like they can be, two they can cancel each other out. I believe people who believe that. Um, Osama bin Laden is still alive are more likely than chance to believe that Osama bin Laden was uh, not responsible and isn't a real person you know the...
0: yeah totally yeah and also so, most of these beliefs don't actually a lot of people who believe about nine eleven that uh uh that they they weren't planes though they, they were i've heard someone describe it as uh they were rockets that were used and so on and, and, and but the argument he was using was the debris of the planes wasn't found so therefore it was rockets that was used and i'm going right well there's still the same problem, right? You, you expect there to be some debris, so but they don't need an answer but to that also, argument also, because the other argument's wrong as far the as they. The debris
1: concerned. of the plane wasn't found. Are you sure who's told you this?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, but then uh, that's, and that's an they argument they use on you, though.
1: Were they specifically looking for the debris of the plane? Because I, I sort of really recall there being half a plane sticking out of the Pentagon,
0: right, on yeah. the twelfth of yeah. September. Yeah. But you've got to be careful, because every argument you go is like, who's telling you that and where you're getting your information yeah, from, yeah. the same as yeah. they're going to fire back at you. Let's just say about Matt that uh, he was asked to appear in the documentary that we watched. Yes. Oh, um,
1: please read out why he, why he didn't appear in it.
0: Okay. He he stipulated that he would receive... He had to receive $5,000 for yeah. his appearance, 12% of the profits.
1: So she's fair for the guest. Yes. Creative
0: control yeah. of the film. Absolutely. Uh, a guarantee that he'd be featured in 25 to 50% of the film... <laughs> Uh, and that they support his unverified claim that Mark Sargent, who's the main character in the film, uh, is secretly a Warner Brothers executive using an alias. Once well, you're going to believe nonsense, you can really add to it however you like, can't you? And uh, Yeah, including, including on your rider. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it seems. But anyway, he's a hell of a character. Mark Sargent, what, what we see throughout the film is whenever they, they talk to a different character, they very often show what's in their bookshelves in their home. Yeah, uh, they do, yeah. And it's frequently, as you say, it's it's lots of other conspiracy. They're really into conspiracy theories and ideas. Yeah. And Mark Sargent says that he got through, he believed in every conspiracy, and he shows his bookshelf, and he shows he's got just about every conspiracy theory going until the last book on Flat Earth, which was just that he, he was hesitant to read that one.
1: Oh, didn't someone get it for him as a present?
0: Yeah, I think so, yeah. It was like yeah. a,
1: a, a present from a friend. Hey, you like this, this shit. And he went, oh, I don't really want to... I mean, that sounds too much like Flat Earth. And then fast forward, he's now like the biggest flat earth conspiracy theory. But therefore, he gets himself, he
0: gets to frame himself as the skeptic who's been convinced. Yeah. Right? But really, he was never a skeptic. He believed in everything. And the only thing that made him skeptical is he hesitated reading that one book. And as soon as he did, he went, oh, that's true. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's quite something, isn't it? There's also a lovely thing in, in the uh, film that Carrie and I laughed up but it's not that we're laughing at the people per se oh,
0: we were come it's,
1: on it's more that funny Funny at, funny at one point they become the victims of the way they think because other people start suspecting right. them of being stooges and they just do not see
0: now that's lovely um so the other characters we've got we've got this main guy mark sergeant who who admits he has a love of films and science fiction and so on and he talks in films he,
1: he absolutely expresses himself as it's like the matrix it's like yeah this, it's like, like the matrix effect. when he
0: says about the uh the belief that there is a um some massive wall that goes around the earth and a big ice wall and he then says as in game of thrones right and yeah, then, yeah, yeah like, like in game of thrones yeah yeah
1: oh and the lovely one was uh, like the life of brian because when it, it becomes obvious that uh, oh, the people believe the flat yeah. earth Theory, believe different versions of it, right? So they all come together and they go, Yes, we believe flat earth theory. And they go, And because uh, there's not really a sky, there's a dome above it. Right. And other people go, No, there might be a sky, and it's built like this. And he goes, It's just like in the life of Brian, when they find his shoe. And, and, and then they start disagreeing. They spit into all these other the religions in, in like 90 seconds. And he's saying this as like, isn't this ludicrous? <laughs> is and then one guy thinks we should all take off a shoe. He goes, no, the shoe's a metaphor. And Can't they just see? It's just ridiculous. And I'm <laughs> going, it's also the life of fucking Brian about a bloke called Brian who's not the Messiah.
0: <laughs> they all follow. And all through. that is missed, isn't it? And he completely forgets doesn't see that he's Brian in this scenario. Totally using the worst example he could possibly it's use wonderful. as well. Um, and this happens throughout the film, which is, is quite amusing. And also his, uh, uh, his, I don't know what to call her a psychic actually, because he, they sort of work together as a, a partnership on mm. uh, doing podcasts, that uh, a very, very popular podcast by the look of it. And she's called Patricia Steer. And an example of what you were saying about how this is now turned back on them is that There are people claiming that that they're conspiracy. that they are part of the conspiracy,
1: not really people. That um, so Matt Boylan, as you heard, he stipulated that the film he was only going to take part in the film if the film represented his view that these people were uh, what.
0: Warner Brother, the wa- secret Warner secret Brothers War- employees, which how Warner Brother comes into this is Very extraordinary. Weird. Patricia Steer is uh, she. She then gets told that her surname is Steer for a reason. She's trying to steer people, and oh, and, those, and her first name, and her first name ends in CIA, yeah, which can't. And, and I think we're now in a way of thinking where nothing can be a coincidence. Yeah. You know, it's like if a surname ends in CIA, that means everything has to mean something. This is what magical thinking does. Everything's connected. Everything must have a meaning.
1: Yeah, And she, she, of course, goes, well, I never expected to be like the object of this kind of insane thinking.
0: Yeah. But she just doesn't. There's a
1: moment where she nearly goes. And I started thinking, is that what I'm doing? But then I thought, I know I'm not.
0: Yeah, this is the exact quote here. Am I like that? Then I think I know I'm not. And I thought that was interesting because that captures what's really behind all this uh, uh, kind of solipsistic thinking. It's like I know I'm right with it; the, the world outside of me is what's wrong. Right. right. That's why. That's how the whole flat Earth thing is. Flat Earth thinking is obviously kind of two-dimensional in the, in the <laughs> way it works. But it's uh, it's 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 called the z- zetetic method. Okay. method. As opposed the to the scientific method. method. Which is the scientific method would say that uh, we have to distrust what we're seeing in front of us and we have to test it to see whether we're actually right. We have to right. assume bias. And Whereas we, have to, we have
1: to test it to destruction, right? We have to find a way we could falsify it and attempt to falsify it. Right, yes. Right.
0: Yeah. The zetetic method is to say what we see in front of us is actually correct and anything else is, is, is wrong, you know. So the scientific method actually would be a wrong way to think. Okay. Right think would say I can see the world is flat, I'm walking and it feels flat. It's clearly flat.
1: There's a wonderful bit where they all... They all, at some point, make a similar point to this, which is, oh, and supposedly we're zipping through space at the speed of a bullet, and we don't even feel it? Come on. And it's like, have you never been on a train or in a plane or in a car? You feel you feel when it accelerates, but once it's moving, it. Lots of you don't, and you can you can throw a ball up and down and catch it, and they even have. Even in the stu- acceleration
0: you're feeling really is the vibration of the vehicle. It's not nothing else.
1: No, no, you feel acceleration relative to relative to, to um, its starting speed of zero up till you know its top speed.
0: Okay. Right. Okay. I'm, I'm, but I, th- I think still most of the what you're feeling surely is the the vehicle vibrating, it's not uh But you also feel
1: you feel acceleration as a pressure as well. Like the um what oh God, I had to you know, I feel the, less
0: acceleration in a large aeroplane than in a small aeroplane. So part part of that feeling is the vibration, right?
1: Uh, I think that depends on um, what you're looking at. That that may be like in a in a small vehicle you feel you're going faster than you are in a large vehicle. Right. I, I, I think that's just that's just a set of illusions that's, I, I don't know something exactly more, but um, but you also there's the bit where the aircraft goes from just taxiing along to suddenly going fast you feel that right you know, you know the the fastest fuck button that they press in order to take off
0: the fastest fuck you know, button
1: I forget whose, whose routine it was lovely <laughs> <laughs> old routine it comes a point when you have to commit yourself <laughs> and I'm sorry to whoever it is that I'm butchering your routine <laughs> but it's really fair oh, where's the fastest fuck button fastest fast fast fuck button and they press it, right. and, that, you know, and he's just doing that. That moment when it just goes right, we're going now, and you feel and you feel yourself sink back into your seat, right, with the
0: yeah the force of the acceleration. Okay, okay. what's the point you're making?
1: Um, sorry, because you said that's just a, yeah, yeah but go on but, the one, but don't. once you're going at a constant speed, even if that speed is like eight hundred miles an hour in in a plane. Right. You can quite happily like pour. You can pour a glass of water, a bottle of water into a glass, or you can throw a little ball up and down. And when you throw the ball up, it doesn't fly backwards and smash into the yeah. It lands where you threw it because fortunately you can throw yeah. it forward right. into because, a bag because of, in your frame of yeah. reference it's <laughs> as though you're at rest, even though. But they'll go right, oh, and we're meant to be flying at the speed. We don't feel it. But you know that's things... Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. That's Relativity. Yeah. yeah, that fits with everything yeah. we know. Right, hmm. these aren't unintelligent people either, are they? I mean, they, they, they don't they, they, seem they to conduct be particularly scientific done. experiments, they're uh, oh, that's true, constantly trying, to, constantly trying to prove that the earth is actually flat. And what was interesting is one of the experiments they tried was um uh, what was the machine they used? It was a...
1: Uh, <coughs> these guys remember? were clearly very bright, like engineers. They had they had um, a laser gyroscope,
0: that's what it was, yeah.
1: And they, and they, they yeah. did exactly what you should do with two competing theories, they went right. If the, if we are really uh spinning in the earth at, at this rate, I'd yep. like to put one day, that means you know we should get like a fifteen degree change in the laser gy- gy- gyroscope in an hour. Okay. So the well let's just try that, shall we? So they said it and and they go so this this'll prove
0: once and yeah. yeah,
1: that we are not we're not doing this rotating orbit and it changed by 50 degrees. Ex- exactly, <laughs> exactly as they predicted it would if, if the earth, earth is was round. Right. Yeah.
0: And what is really interesting at that point is you then hear them having a discussion where they say, we're going to have to conduct some more experiments because they're yeah, not yeah, satisfied yeah, yeah. with this. And what then we actually hear the guy say uh, that we need to keep this quiet for now. Mm. Right? So then they behave in exactly the same way that they're accusing other people of behaving, yeah, keeping a big be... secret. They are actually knowledgeably knowingly, rather, keeping a secret uh, that, that would change the rest of the opinions, that would affect the opinions of their own society.
1: It, it's it's quite something, isn't it? It's uh, it, it's like someone going, well, uh, I, someone told me my wife's having an affair, but I think if she was having an affair, I'd find another man's socks at... <laughs> well, those are some socks, sure, but uh, you know, they're not mine. But um, well, let's find some other ways. So let's ask this man who's in my bed. Do you think my wife? In fact, you know, because they're, they're cause they redo the experiment, don't they? they? They have they put it in uh, something called a Gaussian chamber, which yep. is supposed to protect it. From, I don't understand why it's supposed to uh, protect it from what they see as interference from the heavens
0: from above. Yeah, I
1: think maybe the heavens are rotating around the earth, and that's what it's picking up. But it's still, I mean, everything it they the same do. Result yeah they just they just it was 15 degree reading
0: yeah and then they try another group try another experiment later on where they they, they uh, send a laser across two poles yeah. where the laser should hit the top pole or, or hit higher up the pole if the earth is round rather than lower down which they were che- they were expecting it to hit uh, from that distance and what they find out reluctantly is it hits the pole where, where it would do if, it, if the earth is round yeah which, uh, yeah. yeah
1: they, I mean they, they are to their credit designing experiments. <laughs> That should disprove the thing they're trying to disprove, and failing. But of course, yeah, they, they don't, <laughs> yeah. The, the experiments
0: don't. And why are they failing?
1: They're probably <laughs> because uh, one of the hypotheses is correct,
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: and it's the one they're trying to disprove. Right.
0: So the only real explanation for why they keep failing is that the Earth is round, yes. right? Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. They, they both they both
1: <laughs> conduct, successfully conduct experiments that show that the Earth is round,
0: but nothing's gonna convince these guys and you see even when they what, what's quite amusing is when they go to see a, an eclipse and they're just shrugging during the whole thing uh, yeah I'm not fooled and they go to NASA at one point and they're just walking around NASA machines they're at, they're at NASA they're they're looking at something. Like, ah, look! It's, it's almost like look at they built this space rocket here to try and fool us. And then they uh, at one point he gets onto a machine. I can't remember what the thing was supposed to show, but he's pressing the screen. Oh,
1: it's it's uh, it's like a uh oh, what they call the a simulator. It's like a simulator thing where you, you you get to see the splashdown from the point of view of an astronaut. Right. And it keeps a press press start button. He's pressing the screen, pressing the screen.
0: Yeah. But there's a moment where he's actually saying, see, it doesn't work. So it, it, he's almost <laughs> feeling like NASA has been proven More to be bridge. a big lie yeah. because this doesn't work. And then the cameraman very nicely focuses on a massive button that says on it clearly in big letters, START, yeah, which he hasn't totally. noticed. <laughs>
1: it's very. That's, that's a very nice moment.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I wasn't sure how I felt about that whole thing. I, I thought it was like, uh, in, in a way, they, they seem like mildly intelligent people who just... Uh, I don't know whether I, I, possibly, still just think it's it's a bit dumb. Yeah, I, I mean, it has to be to me to ignore any any like properly trained physicist or geographer is going to tell you the world is round. You know, cartographers will tell you the world is round. But, th- but this, is the issue, the this is the issue.
1: the issue I had with the with the delusion thing earlier, is that. It's it just it fits into the category of things that should, you know, epistemologically, it's knowledge and it's knowledge because we can test whether it's true or not and we can design experiments if it's true or not. And the problem with not accepting those things is that you're now in a place where you cannot tell truth from reality, nor should you, Where's it truth from lies <laughs> or reality from <laughs> unreality. Um and then, so these people will also have a tendency not to vaccinate their kids, which means some kids are going to die of preventable diseases because you need a 95% herd immunisation for it to be effective, you know. And then they also are the sort of people... right? Kirstie, but they, has they has will the not believe
0: thing. that's the reason why the kids are dying or anything. They'll, they'll believe that's part of the conspiracy and so on. So what I mean is, within their delusion, they carry on being right no matter what.
1: OK, that's but people That's not a bad way to be, is
0: it? For, yeah, the, for but themselves. people suffer anyway. People are suffering around the world all the time. Well, if you can just live a lie, can you actually be happier? And does does it then does the truth? I don't know. I'm not. I'm not convinced that I, I choose truth. I like truth. I like science, but I'm not absolutely cons- certain that that's a better way of going through the world, going through life, and that that being delusional doesn't give you answers to everything and make you actually feel like the world's a better place than it is. Not that these people seem particularly happy or well, yeah. I think they're, the paranoia and distrust they live with but' it's, it's probably quite damning on their uh yeah you know
1: and and also and a lot a lot levels. of them a lot of them had you know they had wrecked relationships and a trail behind them didn't they there were a lot of them going through well, I don't really speak to my family anymore, and uh, the divorce is being finalized and they kind of they, they they didn't show that much of it, but there was a hint that a lot of these we people. We saw fair mention of that, yeah. They've kind of become outcasts from the the other community, they which found, might convince they found them more
0: because then the community they've found becomes yeah. even more like their new family, and and I, I uh, absolutely
1: think it would. And and I, they the what. And some someone good.
0: pointed out in the film, it's really hard for them then, to be wrong. Yeah, they they bought into it so much now. Couldn't leave their entire society to. around them believes in this. This is you know it's become a part of their status and who they are
1: it's like 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 sort of imagine being tom cruise now yeah and just watching going clear and deciding that shit this is all nonsense i can't I can't be a scientologist anymore right that that's that's a very very hard thing for him to do
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever.
1: And if you've, have you seen the documentary Going Clear?
0: No, I haven't.
1: It's really worth a watch because they point out it's not just these people are in so deep, it's that also for years and years of their life, they've been going and telling their deepest, darkest secrets to somebody who's been recording it.
0: Right. Right. So there's a lot. Which is a real way of getting commitment from a person. Yeah. There's also a lot of other things going on here. Someone else pointed out that. And this wasn't in the film or anything, just another article I read, but one of the advantages people have for one of the reasons why this kind of stuff sells is because they can do their podcasts, their YouTube videos and so on, and they're interacting with the public. So it's almost like if you watch a David Attenborough documentary, but with this David Attenborough, you're able to write in questions and be taken seriously. You're not adding to, you don't know less than him, you know as much as him because you're adding to his science. You're going, yeah, "Yeah, but how about this? And then he's addressing it on the next uh, program that he does actually mentioning your letter and so on so you're 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 interacting in this kind of science
1: yeah the social reinforcement is uh, very powerful but let I mean, me give you another another downside i just thought of is uh I've, I've met someone else who thinks the world is flat it's a bandmate of my wife's next bandmate. all right and i was who you talking yeah, about yeah. yeah i'm talking about and as you might expect Like most people who sincerely believe the earth is flat, this person believes an awful lot of other things in that realm. So one was the legal name fraud, have you come across that? Yes. It's fucking mental, like even even someone who believes it, cannot explain it in a a cogent enough way to make me able to tell you exactly what it is. I mean, you you, saw for a while, did you see the posters around? Legal name fraud. Google it. It's illegal to use a legal name. <laughs> i not like seen the posters. No, <laughs> no the really. And it was all this. Oh, the legal name is like a label they give you that means that they own yep. you. But if you don't use it, blah blah blah. So it's that.
0: Yes, it's it's it's, it's a feeling that we're owned once again by the government, right? Right. So, so and, we're being and, and controlled and the whole a game. Yeah, it's yeah. all about control.
1: But he also believed that uh, your own urine has incredible healing properties. Yeah. Um, and has got professional Which musician. Which I believe
0: he then tested. Yeah, he or really did. tried to prove he wasn't testing it.
1: He wasn't trying to disprove it, but he, he managed quite strongly to by uh, he injured um, his hand and rather and rather had open wounds, right? Had open wounds. Right. And so used on it, as any doctor will tell you to,
0: his piss. Ha <laughs> <laughs> um, So he put his hand into a bucket of piss, basically.
1: Essentially, I, I don't know whether he pissed. That's directly I onto heard it. Or, Yeah.
0: That's the way I heard it.
1: And, and so. Two weeks later, when he's suffering from septicemia and it's got really bad, like could lose his hand bad. He goes to the doctor and they go, what the fuck happened here? He goes, oh, but I'm done. People like soaking it in piss every day, but it's just getting worse. <laughs> and they go, holy shit. And luckily saved the hand. Yep. But I mean, I think, I, haven't, I, haven't, I, haven't, I have actually seen him since, but I, I didn't bring this up. <laughs> yeah, bring he, up.
0: He, had his, he had his damaged hand in a bucket of shit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> if one of these things will cure, I'm going to try puke next. <laughs> oh, man.
1: But I'd, I'd hope he's at least a bit sheepish about this. Like, literally the first time I met this person, I had something, what, I'd, I'd, I'd had a graze or like a spray or something, and he went, dab a bit of wee on it. Yeah, what I've that? met a
0: few of these cases of people who who I've seen them get more and more ill or have a, a back problem, or whatever, and choose some curative method that that does nothing. Yeah, in yeah, yeah. actual fact, they just get worse and worse, and it's it's painful to watch, really.
1: It is. I tend to, I heard once from someone that they had a sore back, and they went to the physio, and the physio just gave them these exercises to do, and they're off to the acupuncturist tomorrow. Right. They, have you been doing the exercises the physio did? told you to. And you went, ah, for a couple of days. It was boring. <laughs> <laughs> essentially, essentially, <laughs> not... Right, I've told you the cure <laughs> for this is to do A. But you have to do it every day. It takes about 15 minutes. And you, it will take about three or four weeks before it gets better. Thanks, doctor. Well, I'm going to go and get let someone sort of stick needles
0: in me now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. And, yeah. And, and
1: have you not got anything magic?
0: Yeah. But the people I know who buy into all the magical thinking... uh, This is the bit that I keep coming back to. They seem like they're programmed that way. They're not satisfied with with general medicine. They're not satisfied with what doctors and scientists say and so on. And so uh, because they don't trust it, they maybe don't get the real benefit out of it. They can't commit to it. So they need to do it. And and they seem, even in the fact that we can see they're getting more and more ill and so on, that that they're actually getting something out of believing they have autonomy and self-control Uh, or or, you know that they can trust themselves more than anything else it makes them feel good about themselves yeah true it might do them damage overall but even then i don't know whether it does a state of mind
1: it's a weird one isn't it because do do you do you not find that in you there is a bit of a a bit of a conflict between wanting to rail against the bullshit but also believing in people's freedom to follow bullshit if they want right
0: that's one and that's Perfectly right. But and but also if I'm very honest about it, there's a bit more than that. There's even a, a slight level of I don't I don't know whether I would call you it as strong it? as no, no, I wouldn't know no the opposite. I wouldn't call it as strong as contempt, but it's almost like, oh god, really? You know, that kind of fucking idiots. Do you know? And right. So, so there's a it's not despisement, it's kinda of like, oh I, I almost feel this, this is what I'm fighting against. I'm not I'm not saying that delusion is good and that we should all be doing that. what I'm saying is that uh, I realise I have a reaction to this kind of delusional, magical thinking that I feel as if they are stopping the world be the way it should be and and, uh, stopping real progress. But that might be me (coughs) being just as delusional in a sense of believing that would make any difference whatsoever or that would actually make a better world.
1: I I certainly was... I, I was a little bit aware at the time, that it was described to me later, and I was made more aware of it, that when I met this person... Who nearly lost the hand to his own piss? Yeah, um, at <laughs> a party his hand away, yeah. and he brought something up. Everyone just backed off because they got Nick's not going to let this go.
0: It right. was, it was, it was yeah. like one of us had just farted. As yeah, well. you're like that. I'm like that as well. We're both. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. we both going to jump on someone who People says that to because we really want to understand. And it. it's, sometimes it's just bafflement, right? But, and, but also, I just think well, no, I, I can explain this to
1: you in a way that any reasonable person would accept.
0: <laughs> but when you do that you don't actually stop them thinking that way you might even at no, uh, best change their mind on that one argument there was an example I gave in a show uh, years ago the show called Scoundrel we about the seance freight. and I, I was talking about how sometimes when you're being a sceptic it feels like this it feels like there's someone saying the moon is in this puddle you know I can see it's there Okay, and then you go well the moon's not there and then you, you like explain why the moon isn't there and yeah, about the reflection and they go yeah but I can see it there right so you, right. you then put your hand in and move it around and show that there's no moon there or you even take all the water out sieve it and so on and show there's yeah. definitely no moon in it and eventually you reach a point where they go okay you're right the moon <laughs> isn't in that puddle but come and have a look at this puddle over here, which <laughs> definitely has the moon in it's it. It's got a moon in it. And that, that I've seen over and over again. That used to happen. You, you know, I, I used to, at one point, people would always insist on me going along to see some psychic they've seen and go, Kerry, you have to see this one. This oh, one's real. Then I'd so go along and see them. And I'd point out everything that's wrong that the psychic is doing. And what I believe I'm doing is pointing out all the general things that psychic, so supposed psychic is doing that they all do. Right? I'm right. showing that, all psychics are, the, and why you're easily fooled by this and why you cannot trust your opinions you're just not knowledgeable enough. And it ju- I just worked in that sphere. And I know stuff about it, right? But what they invariably do is they'll ring me a few weeks later and go, I found one you're going to believe this time. Right, so it is that.
1: Yeah, I've been fooled again and I believe you will be.
0: Yeah. And it's very hard to get around some of the arguments. So I, I read a nice article by... Um, And the guy's called Nick Effingham. He's a senior lecturer in philosophy at the University of Birmingham. And he was saying that the way we deal with these beliefs is that very often we want to take each one of their arguments to show them that they're wrong. But that fails because they'll have an answer to everything that we say, right? Right. Like you can say, uh, I know that um, uh, there are satellite images showing the earth, right? But they're going to say, yeah, but you didn't take those pictures. You haven't been up there. Okay. You haven't seen this with your own eyes. You are doing the same as everyone else is doing <coughs> because you are just trusting what you consider to be experts. right? So we end up attacking them on the wrong levels because we, we, we try and argue it by taking each point they're making. And there is an answer to everything you're going to say. The same as arguing with anyone who's religious. There's always an answer to it. It's a win because
1: they're being doubting Thomases, who to a rationalist is the absolute best disciple. And the other right. disciples come back and go... Um, well, uh, I know he was killed, but he's come alive again. You, you absolutely should not believe them. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, yeah, that requires yeah. extraordinary <laughs> evidence. <laughs> yes, yes. And yeah. the reason it's such an appalling story that the happier those who have not seen yet believe, that's an appalling story. Right. But in a way, what you say is fuck,
0: that's. And it depends I mean, where you, you, you th- put the goalposts of truth, you know, because uh, what this Nick Effingham talks about is, is um, uh, epistemic. Uh, contextualism so that the context of knowledge is is uh, affects knowledge right but what they yeah. do is they kind of abuse that so what they might say to you is uh, you might say i'm certain something's true okay but the argument will then come back to you is that you don't know whether there's some kind of matrix thing going on where actually we're outside of a matrix and everything is an, an illusion right yeah, you can't yeah. know that for certain so therefore you can't know anything for certain and what by saying the goal, puts, let me just explain uh, contextualism first. Is, and this is the way he yeah, puts put it. Put it in context. <laughs> so I'll put it in context. It, for example, you might say that you're tall when you're around a group of children. But if, you, if I, I, I put you in the middle of a basketball <laughs> pitch, then suddenly uh, around these big basketball players, you're not tall anymore. And right. Plus you get a basketball in your face, right? right. Um, which is why you just shouldn't be standing there. Yeah, It's ridiculous. Why would you well, be in the middle of a basketball pitch? I I'm fucking idiot. Um, and you're ruining the game for everyone. No, it's okay. You're the referee. You're oh, supposed but, to be there.
1: But why have I got this children with
0: me? <laughs> Another example he gives is that you're sending ten pound to your daughter, which is also strange because you haven't got one. But you send her ten pound. You're you, right. You this know was her. Money. You know her bank account number. You know her sort code. You're certain. You just go in. You do it. You're absolutely right. You're right that you know. Right. But now the second scenario is you're sending your daughter fifty thousand pounds. Right, suddenly your knowledge becomes a little bit more doubtful. You don't actually know, no, because you're not sure you know. You, you you might ring her up and double check or, or get her to read it off to you because you want to be absolutely certain. So, therefore, you didn't actually know. The 50,000 has made you question it. So, the context has code? changed your knowledge.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, because it begins with zero 08, and then I'm not sure. Sorry, been, have, Nick I,
0: goes I, way too far in imagining having a daughter is she okay the argument he's making is that we have to <laughs> argue over their context and when they're saying we could be in the matrix that actually isn't we have to remove that as an argument because if that's true and we're in a matrix and your arguments don't make any sense either and and even asking that right. question doesn't make any sense
1: this, actually that reminds me the, the 50,000 apparently reminds me a bit of talking with your ex it was about, it was about um, basically, what's what's your confidence that you're not going to drop a book in the bath while you're reading in the bath? And she, the reason was because she was really scared of reading her Kindle in the bath. And I went, have you ever dropped a, bath, a, a book in the bath? And she went, no, but the Kindle's worth 200 quid.
0: Right, right, that's a good one. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's still not very likely to happen, but the risk no. is much bigger, so that changes the fact a little bit. And then, then you sort of go, oh,
1: yeah. but is it more likely to happen because I'm a bit nervous of it happening? And I go,
0: yeah, Right. Anyway. Well, we see that all the time, don't we? Because, like a, a distance, you would jump. You know, if, if there was like a little stream or something, you would jump over. But if if that was the same distance at the top of a building or another building, yeah, 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 yeah. Suddenly, it's, it's a terrifying jump.
1: Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. So, really, what what he's saying is the best way to argue it is to, is to have some control over context, and uh, you have to make it clear to them that once you remove that. Uh, uh, contextualism that they or contextualization that they want to put there, which is totally invalid to this discussion we may as well not have this discussion if they're right. Right. Do you know, but this gets used throughout this gets used with religion, Like you don't know that there's a God, you don't, you know, or that there isn't a God rather, you don't know there isn't a God, which is a, you know, not something you could ever prove. You can only work within the context of our reality.
1: But that, that, that is, that's interesting, actually, the one with the God. Because I, I think that's one of the most annoying conflations is with being an atheist and being an agnostic. So I'm both. But that's because an atheist is somebody who doesn't believe in God and an agnostic is someone who admits they don't know whether there's a God or not. Right. So my atheism is a lack of belief in God. It's, it it isn't a belief that there is no God. OK. But I, I'm aware I can't know it. My working assumption is that there isn't one. And right. what, what people sometimes do is go, but atheism is as much a faith as theism. It just isn't. It It isn't a statement. It, it isn't a statement about knowledge. It's a statement about belief. And it's a statement that I don't have this belief. Right. It's not a statement that I do have a particular belief.
0: Okay, which I agree with you. I'm not saying
1: that there aren't yep. some positive beliefs I have that don't sit very happily with atheism. <laughs>
0: From their point of view, it's a belief, though. From your point of view, it's not. But from their point of view, it's a belief, it's a faith. You you, you have faith in the fact that there isn't a God. Yeah, but don't they? No, you know you don't. <laughs> but they don't know you don't. From their point of view, you do. The same as... That's I. That's that. what I'm saying about me having a utopia. I, I don't believe that I have a utopia. But in the, that might I've got to be careful with it, using the scientific method of the you know, way of looking at things. I don't know. In the same way, they don't feel like I've got an accent. I do know having heard accents over the world that I must have an accent, but I don't feel like I do.
1: Right. And in
0: the same way, uh, I, that's me being a little bit solipsistic, you know, I, I know that, uh, I, I really believe that facts and truth are, are the right way because they are the facts and because they are the truth. But that's because I kind of believe that that's a better world to live in. But that's still being a kind of a utopian thing because I, I'm demanding the rest of the world come into my belief that fact, <coughs> facts and truth are all important.
1: So if we, if we were going to try and make some sort of useful progress on this, would we Would we go, all right, maybe there's just a class of, of facts, events, whatever, where it doesn't matter very much if you're right or wrong about them? And so we're not going to try to intervene on those.
0: My feeling is no. My feeling is, is all the same as your argument. is that, uh, no, it does matter. It matters because it doesn't just cover... Even if it's just flat earth, it covers everything else. That... It's not the flat earth that is even relevant. It's just that that is a way of thinking. It's a form of magical thinking, which then applies to everything it touches. Yeah, I mean, You I can't de- isolate de- it is what I mean.
1: You definitely can't build it into your design programs for things like satellite imaging and whatever. Do you know what I mean? It, it, it's one of those things where it's, you're, fine, you're fine not to believe in quantum physics, but then you can't design a mobile phone. Right. And that, that, that right. sort of really is the problem, is we've just got to let this... It, it, it's it's very kind of... Well, it, it's almost really elitist to go, we're just going to have to leave the stupid, ignorant herd to believe their nonsense while we build things that actually work. And I'm not like I've ever built a mobile phone, but you know what I mean? Right. Like, there's this one class of people who exist who actually do all the useful work in society, and then there's another bunch of people who just make YouTube videos about, you know, are there aliens among us and who really killed JFK?
0: Also, because the fashion moves and the, the things that believed, believers, just as flat earth, earth has increased, and the amount of religious belief in the world is decreasing, we don't know whether it's just the same type of thinking that moves around to different areas. It might be the same percentage of humanity that would always think in a particular way. Or, but In fact, I don't think anything really changes until we better understand the brain mechanisms that do that whether it comes from a, a paranoia or a suspicion or just a, a different type of uh, way of connecting the world?
1: A lot, a lot comes down to psychology, I think, in- including, including things like what you might consider a fact, which is why I think framing things is so important. Like, are we going to be better or worse in or out of the European Union is mm-hmm. something that sounds like a question of fact. But in mm. fact, absolutely depends on what you mean by better or worse. And what, you know, will, will, the, will the UK as a whole be financially better or worse over the next 40 years if we leave the European Union? I think is a question of fact close to that you can have a, a decent stab at projecting an answer to. But it doesn't... doesn't. Do t- I think
0: there's way too many factors that are getting decent. It's,
1: it's very, very complex. Right. But okay, sorry, with a, with a no deal Brexit, something like that. So if we had to trade on WTO terms come Halloween, something like that, there are I think some relatively predictable consequences that you can have a go at. That that still doesn't mean we definitely mustn't do it because you know what I mean. You could have a set of values where you know a, a shrinking economy is a price you're willing to pay for something else, yep. for some sovereignty thing.
0: Yeah, that, reduce think, house prices and everything else and yeah, make maybe, the world yeah. more affordable, yeah.
1: So it's, you know what I mean, but 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 some of the, what really frustrates me in political life is where people seem to disagree on where we're talking about prospect of fact and and in a question like that, just deny the facts as well because it yep. I mean, it doesn't look good for you if you seem to be arguing for the nation to be poorer.
0: Yeah, yeah, right, yeah.
1: But I th- but no. in, so- in some cases, there are people who admit it, you know, yes, it'll take 40 or 50 years, yeah, but we'll yeah, get yeah. over it. Yeah. Or, or, you know, the, the, the recent Theresa May thing, like, they voted for pain.
0: Right. <laughs> you hear about that? No, I didn't. Vince <laughs> Cable. Oh,
1: while well, you were away. Oh, really? Uh, Vince Cable I, had, I reported I mean, having, having a meeting with Theresa May where um, he, he said that this is going to be a very painful thing for the UK to go for, through and she just went they voted
0: for pain she actually said that supposedly wow I think we come a little bit back to the utopian a- anyway we well, so definitely people, got off, off people, well, just quick mention that, people who envisage what the world would be, be like after a Brexit uh, this is part of the thing is that they never get what they want most people don't with any kind of utopian ideas or, or even an idea of a better world or a better system really it's, it's getting to that system is where all the cost is right you don't you don't get the deal you imagined. You get a deal, which is, you know, the, that's the reality. Yeah. And on the way to it, it's the journey that is everything. You know, it's, it's not even where you reach. It's the journey getting there, which we're, we're forever on. So during during all that change and all that uh, negotiation, you have to give up a hell of a lot of your dream of, of how the world's going to look.
1: Right. Yes. Here's how it's going to go. We're yeah. Gonna give, you're going to give us everything we like. And
0: yeah, then, yeah, yeah. Then, then we'll finish and if we have our perfect existence, that's... and what what, what was it also interesting with the um, the documentaries, the, there was even things like that they believe that the whole trans debate is part of a conspiracy and terrorism as well. And at one point, this Patricia Steer lady says that she doesn't really believe that terrorism is happening. Uh, she and she says these words. She says, "I'd believe a new event only if I got my leg blown off." <laughs> uh, right.
1: That's that That's say. what it would take. That. What's what's interesting about that is that is an amazingly high level of proof you need. Yep. And yet you believe the Earth's flat.
0: Right on. Yeah.
1: What level of proof? That's the
0: hypocrisy of it. But still, that fits with their belief. Is that it's what I personally observe that is true. It is not what right. the. Okay. It's not what experts say. And what this really has come down to is a great suspicion of experts. You know, it's, um, <laughs> which is increasing. You know, doctors, scientists, NASA, etc., etc. Uh, governments are all lying experts and it, there's some reason to believe they are because they do lie about an awful lot and there are cover-ups but it's just yeah not on a scale that you can imagine is uh, is the whole thing about conspiracy theories is they rely on a large number of people keeping a secret they really do and i don't know that they're i always find that the funniest with the 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 idea of a jewish conspiracy is that i've known lots of jews and one thing they're not good at is keeping secrets, Keep a secrets. they tell you everything Eh, ah,
1: yeah. the ones you know about. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's true.
1: Well, maybe, maybe a future episode we could talk about utopianism or, or about some of the interesting things that we've both talked about, which uh, are things like the fact that you end up voting for a set of, or saying you espouse a set of principles that are actually policies that don't. That wouldn't bring your principles about, right? And that's that's quite right. True. But yes. anyway, that's that's for that's for, that's for a future thing. But I think we've we've sort of touched on it a bit,
0: right? Yep. I think that's an interesting one to talk about because I'm not sure that many of us who don't consider ourselves at all utopian really do have a model in our head somewhere that we think is where that where uh, the world would be make sense to us, you know, and and that everyone would be or the majority of people would benefit from it. I don't think that ever happens. I think the, at some point the only way you get any of the Utopian offerings to actually happen is, is is some kind of force. Other people have to be brought into line. So even even with a world of truth and uh, and fact, at some point you have to stop allowing other people's uh, daft ideas to to you know uh, to prosper to, to spread.
1: Yeah, I mean, there's a gen there's there's a genuine quandary to be explored in whether you should force people's kids to be vaccinated.
0: Right. Yeah.
1: It's not It's not totally risk free, right?
0: Yeah,
1: it's just yeah. that. In fact, um, my, my, my wife's cousin, um, who is a scientist, once uh, she's the only person I've ever, ever met who managed to convince an anti vaxxer to go and vaccinate their kids. is he was standing on a soapbox outside the hospital where she did research, he was an actual soapbox, I believe
0: so. It was a metaphorical, it's
1: almost certainly metaphorical, might not even have been a box, he we was standing on something. Okay. I wasn't there, she reported it to me. Maybe it's all a lie. <laughs> but he was basically handing out these leaflets What you know he made himself photocopy and right. vaccinated children. And she came and said, Oh, hello, I sort of work my veil in this field and wonder if I can um, ask some questions about why you're saying this and and she said and you know, and the guy the guy said they cause autism and right. you know, predictable stuff. And rather than tell him he was wrong, she said how many kids who are vaccinated Autistic, like what percentage would you say? Like, it's not even one in a hundred, is it, it really? Is. He goes, No, but it's, it's a tiny, tiny risk, but we can't expose that like, because this risk. And she goes, Okay, because what I think we're doing really is we're trying to weigh two risks against each other. And one of those, like, a one in a million risk that it'll turn your kid autistic, say. Uh, but if he doesn't get the vaccination, uh, uh, he's got like a you know, I don't have the figures, so I'm just going to make them up here, but one in 15,000 risk of developing. Um, you know, uh, measles, mumps, and rubella, and then the risks of those are very, very high that they'll cause permanent dra- brain damage or blindness. And so we're just weighing this one thing against e- against the other, and one of them's in the thousands and one of them's in the mi- millions. Yep. So that means one of them's mil- a thousand times more likely than the other, and that's, that's why I think he's vaccinating
0: kids. And he just went, I've got to call my wife. <laughs> really? Yeah. So he, he, he went from giving out leaflets and being certain to uh, no he just being a, a little bit doubtful, but actually, changing to, his mind.
1: Because she didn't tell him there was no risk to the vaccines. Right. And I, th- I think, unless you absolutely are full in on all the conspiracy theories, you have to accept that whatever the risk is of vaccines is pretty low. Because we just, you know, almost all our children would be autistic otherwise.
0: Yeah. Sometimes you can argue on a good fact. The other, the other possibility is whether we have to look at entertaining the fact that there are people who are going to have this, these beliefs and allowing them a little bit of it and, and maybe compromising. You know, going, OK, let's say, we'll just say the world is half flat <laughs> 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 and the other half is round and we can all shake hands and get on with our day. <laughs> Planes are still going to fly you everywhere, don't worry. Uh, oh,
1: that would be lovely. But it's still really annoying Imagine having to split the difference between someone who's right and someone who's completely wrong. All right, let's just say like the earth, the Earth's cooling, but not as badly as it is.
0: Yeah, I it's met a flat I met a flat warming. Earth friend uh, in Liverpool years ago who, who started telling me the Earth Earth is flat. And I asked him how flat flat he thought it was, and it actually was well, actually flat. they thing there's like loads of rock below us and so on, but the top of the right. world is flat, you know. So I started arguing that I think the world is flatter than he thinks it is. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a pancake, you know, it's just like totally thin. And he started telling me I was being ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> like I believe it's really, really flat. <laughs> I'm a flatter welder.
1: I suppose you you have to admit that it's as far down as you've ever been, don't you? What do you mean? Well, if you've if you've been sort of three or four stories below the surface, it has right. to be at least that thick.
0: Right. Yes. Okay. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But that's still only a tiny crust, though isn't it? Yeah. So
1: yeah. So your pancake your theory holds up.
0: <laughs> yeah. Anyway, where we get to with this is, um, I don't know how, you, how the hell we conclude all this, but there's there's a, a lot of growing nonsense out there, it feels like. Although, as I'm saying, I'm not sure, what, I think it's very hard to tell whether it really is growing or whether, A, we're better at hearing about it now. We, thanks to the internet, we hear it all and we see it all before us. Uh, and, it, <coughs> secondly, it might be just that there is a type of thinking that has always been a certain percentage of humanity that think in it, you know, that, that, that make connections in this way.
1: Yeah. Because well, no, there, there was another aspect that we've not really touched on to this documentary, which was uh, at the same time as the flat earthers are having drinks near the end of the documentary, there's also a bunch of astrophysicists and astronomers right. meeting for an event like five blocks away. And one of them gives a talk about not being condescending to conspiracy theories and about how, you know, those of us who believe in science, we should recognise that there are some inquiring minds out there. Maybe, maybe that could have been a scientist and they'd been caught early and... and we you can know, bring them in to Bring the them in and don't call them stupid. The right. And I think both of us, while we were watching this, were pretty sceptical of yep. that.
0: There's, yeah, there's kind of a liberal side of me that goes, yeah, we can just... Uh, we can involve we and We can recognise these are intelligent and useful people and help them. And then there's the other side of me that goes, what a load of dumb cunts and we should really tell them to shut the fuck up and read a... Give them a better book to read, you know. I, I'm sure that wouldn't work either. <laughs> no, of course it would. I know it would. That's what the point I'm making at the beginning. I know that wouldn't work. And I know that you. I've, I've tried it. You cannot convince people who think in this particular way. I think actually, what it is is we're we're still not at a point where we can fully properly explain why we've got theories of why people believe this way and why they mm. think in a, a particular manner. But we uh, we can't really be certain of what brain mechanism causes that. No, and even or, or, or then, or whether we complex. would correct it if we could.
1: Right, and, and whether it would be ethical to... I mean, you know, to do it against someone's will. Right. Don't worry, we'll stop you thinking what you think. Imagine... That's thats an appalling thing to yep, suggest totally, to those yeah. people. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, Earth, flat or round? Did, so, we, did we decide?
0: <laughs> Vote! <laughs> well, do write do in with your opinion. Let's
1: decide on the flip of this ball
0: of <laughs> this round coin this orbital coin orbiting coin. um i think that's about it really isn't it just uh, yeah. you know if you disagree with us then um do write to us so we can have a laugh at you uh <laughs> the, the old flat earth thing. But also, basically i'm, I'm of the conclusion we... we shouldn't judge and we shouldn't tell other people they're wrong but if you do believe the earth is flat you're an idiot
1: yeah if you, and you might you might think maybe we've missed some really important point uh we haven't <laughs> we probably have. Uh, so uh, yeah, let us know. And if there's anything you really think that we should look into, talk about, that would be very, uh, very helpful. To give us a steer. We we sort of kerry uh, has been away for so long that we haven't been driving each other nuts. With Have you seen this? Have you seen this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so we deliberately watched a documentary on the flat earth to give ourselves something to talk about. Um, so there's that. Uh, yeah. Give us. Uh, if you like this, please do give us nice reviews on iTunes. They really help. Uh, yes, Tell other please. people who matters. But in the meantime, thank you for tuning in. Uh, I'm Nick Doody.
0: I'm Carrie Marks.
1: He actually is, and I've checked that. Thank you. Bye.